Flying Field Outfitter is a fly shop and guide service located in Bend, Oregon. We specialize in fly fishing the Lower Deschutes River, Cascade Lakes, the Crooked River, the Fall River, and many other fisheries in the area. Tune into our podcast for updates on fishing reports, techniques, tactics, and fishing stories. Alrighty, we're sitting here on May 24th in Bend, Oregon at Flying Field Outfitters. It's been a while since we've done a podcast and finally able to grab Scott for a few minutes here and thought we'd just run through a little State of the Union of fishing in Central Oregon right now, what's going on in the shop and all that. So, how you been, Scott? I've been good. I've been good, Kyle. How you been? Good. Yeah. Good. Happy happy birthday, buddy. How old are you? 32. No, you're not. Yes, I am. God, you look like hell. I know. <laughs> 32 going on 60, man. <laughs> yeah. Working here really ages you. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got the brain capacity yeah. of a 12-year-old and the body of a 60-year-old at 32. Yeah, yeah that's what evens out somehow, right? <laughs> that's a lot of math. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Those are just if some you numbers. Carry the two, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, where you uh, where you been fishing? I have days? been uh, East Lake the last couple of days, last two or three days. It's been good. Probably saw that little um, uh, report that I did um, up at the Hot Springs boat ramp. I was pretty concerned about the lake level and the boat ramp and accessibility there. The first time I went up there, right after ice off, that was pretty sketchy. Um, there was a big rock pile there and everything. But they actually kudos to the Forest Service for going in there and dealing with that because uh, it is a a great launching location. Now they fixed the dock. They added some a couple of new docks out there and and brought in some heavy equipment and moved a bunch of rocks around and so um no east lake's been fishing good the fish are really looking healthy this year um i was i've been on crane a lot um in the month of may um and in the last couple of days been on east um a bit and uh you know fishing's been good i was i've been on polina a little bit also um and kind of everywhere you know the trout look good they look they look healthy you know and and trips have been good clients and guests have had a good time and you know the weather's been all over the place but that's pretty typical for may um i think probably wiki up is our obviously our main concern at this point of what's going to happen out there and um lake is already dropping fast and started in a in a kind of already low capacity and so pretty much guarantee that that thing's going to get back down to zero percent capacity and i don't know how long we'll actually be able to launch a boat out there um but as of right now what's it at yeah 37 percent you know um so we've fished and scouted wiki up a little bit but boy it's been it's been tough um it's gonna get pretty challenging to get a boat in there over the next few weeks yeah yeah but good news is we got a lot of other good fishing going on have you heard is hosmer open i haven't been up no, that we direction. were actually just talking to a guest in the shop just a little bit ago and he uh it sounds like they actually might have moved the gate past lava again like towards crane more so still not accessible hosmer um and it sounds like they couldn't even make it to lava last week so hmm. just on saturday don't know if that has to do with deforestation for a brief moment but yeah thought that was an interesting one so it's been really interesting it feels like they're just trying to keep about us out of all of that stuff um you know crane prairie 
Um, campgrounds are still closed. Wikiup campgrounds are still closed. I think they're opening or some of them are opening this weekend, but I don't know why with as much access as, as we have up there. I mean, as far as snowpack and stuff, why they're, con why they've continued to keep all this stuff closed. I mean, you know, the, the campground at the boat ramp and, um, there at Crane, the Crane Prairie campground at Rock Creek campground, Quinn River campground are all closed. I understand they're doing the logging in at Quinn. Um, but I just don't understand why that stuff is that way. And like the road all the way up over Mount Bachelor is totally clear. Like I see people riding their bikes on there and everything, yeah. but you know, why is it not open other than they're just kind of still trying to keep us out of there? I don't know if it's COVID related or what, but, um, but anyways, I mean, it's uh, fishing wise, uh, you know, access is one thing and we can only do what we can do with that. But fishing wise, things have been pretty good up on the Cascade lakes um let's see what else the river river opened the upper river um, last friday yep yeah last friday so had a couple guides out there for the weekend pretty good fishing reports from what i've heard uh not as crowded over the weekend it sounded like mainly probably because it was snowing so, yeah uh snowing and raining and all that and yeah i mean from what we've heard so far from our guides out there and some of the customers in the shop the fishing's been good getting brookies and whatnot on midges and you know a little bit of drake nymphs and that kind of thing so golden stone nymphs as well up there this time of year can be pretty productive uh i was at the crooked on saturday no uh, way it was, man that place is amazing yeah there's there's a lot of fish to be had out there was that mother's day caddis hatch still kind of lingering around I think uh, the weather definitely pushed the caddis hatch down. Uh, we didn't really see any caddis come off. There's a pretty good midge hatch and a little bit of BWO. So definitely got uh, one of my favorite flies to fish out there is the renegade, and especially when there's a little midge hatch going on. Turned out to be a pretty productive fly, and it's nice to see there's some nicer trout out there. Uh, yeah. You know, 14 plus inches are more common than they used to be, it seems like. Yeah, for like totally. The last no, 10 it's. Years at least. It's, uh, yeah, the reports coming back from the guides and stuff like that have been pretty good. I know both Justin and Josh have actually pulled some, you know, 14 to 18 inch trout out of there in the last couple of weeks out guiding. And, um, you know, so that's awesome. That's just great to see. And, you know, hatches seem like they're good out there and, you know um clients are coming back happy so we like that yeah and they dropped the flows again last week i believe another 50 cfs and uh i'm not sure if that's to do with the how much water is in prineville it's down to 54 as well so uh yeah anyways been good fishing out there uh, water was the clearest i'd ever seen it too hmm. like you actually see the bottom of the river in most places which is definitely something that's not normal but yeah, it's not. It's probably because the lake is so low and it's actually, there hasn't been a lot of new water that's come in, you know, so uh, that's where a lot of that, you know, disturbance comes in is in the reservoirs from the upper Crooked River, the North Fork and the South Fork that flows through so much farmland and, you know, uh, when they get big runoff events up coming out of the Ochicos and whatnot, it'll, you know, dirty up the lake, which will dirty up the river for pretty much the whole season. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if that those conditions kind of hold through the summer or if, you know, we start getting the little algae blooms and stuff like that out of Primeville Reservoir that dirty that back up or not. Um, 
been hearing some great reports out of the Metolius and you know the Fall River too. I mean, they've got a great stocking program out at the fall for like the whole season. Um, you know, some nice size rainbows have been been caught out there. We're getting some decent, um, you know, blueing olive PMD hatches, midges always. Um, some of the streamer fishing has been pretty fun. Um, you know, so the fall's actually fishing pretty well, holding its own. Um, uh, early signs of green drakes um, on the on the Metolius. That's usually kind of a June and you know June and July show out there. Um, for in the Golden Stone should start getting active to the nymphs um, in the month of June here coming up out on the Metolius. Um, we don't get much of a salmon fly hatch on the Met. It's more the Golden Stone, so you're fishing a little bit smaller, lighter colored nymphs out there from what you would be on the Deschutes. Um, so yeah, I mean, all in all, man, fishing's been good. Lower to shoots is probably, you know, the, the main one to be actually talking about. I don't know why we're leaving it to last, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, gosh, the salmon fly hatch came off early. I think we were seeing bugs, you know, up around, you know, early May, May 10, um, was, you know, some of the guides were coming back and saying they're already seeing big bugs down there. Um, the big cold front that we've got in right now will just kind of slow the whole hatch down, which is kind of good. Um, you know, affects the fishing of what's going on on the daily, but it should um, really extend the hatch for us into June up around Warm Springs. Um, I know that the, the, the overnight camp crew um, just got off yesterday. They're back on tomorrow um, and uh, doing three and four day floats down there. And pretty much from Whitehorse upriver, uh, salmon flies are still kind of spot on. It's the go-to. Um, things are definitely starting to slow down a little bit down around Maupin, I think, um, from what I've heard. Um, but uh, yeah, man, nymphing, you know, Euro nymphing and dry, dry dropper has all been fishing really good down there. So but it's the time of year right now where it can be really hit and miss too. You go out there one day and can have a 25 fish day. You go out there the very next day and, you know, struggle to catch a couple on nymphs. So I think that there's so much protein in those big bugs and there's a good mix of, you know, green drakes, um, along with salmon flies and golden stones and all of those are such large flies and high protein food sources that a lot of times you know the fish can really pick and choose what they want to do um, yeah and in fact you had a couple of guides last week Braden and uh, Josh were getting into the green drakes you know with a little overcast a little rain gets those things going and that's way more fun than big bugs to me. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. These these fish, they must be able to taste them. Or there's got to be a certain thing about green drakes that they love. Because they'll be right smack dab in the middle of an awesome salmon fly flight. And all of a sudden, a cloud cover rolls over and some riffle will just blow up with green drakes. And if it, it's the type of hatch that if you're just there, right place, right time... Man, I, I carry green drakes in with my salmon flies and my golden stones because on the Deschutes, it just all happens at the same time. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, you could put that golden stone right over the top of the, that fish in the middle of the riffle going, why won't they come up and eat it? They're splashing all around it. Typically, that's right in the middle of a green drake, drake hatch, and those fish love them. Yeah. 
Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, everything's everything's been good, man. I'm I, I, I'm very pleased with uh, the fishing um, in the month of May. Um, you know, we've had some great guide trips go out the door. Uh, guests and clients have been super you know happy we've uh we've been really busy uh the shop is doing great april and may were just great months for, for us on a retail end uh you know the website's doing good we're you know keeping up with newsletters and fishing reports and social media and so kind of firing on all cylinders right now which is a good feeling i guess from a business owner perspective and um you know got a great team around us here in the shop and out on the water and uh so no it's got a really good vibe to it right now and we try and share that with our with our guests on a daily that's for sure so yeah yeah and as far as just back on the retail note anything if folks are looking looking for anything you got any advice on that right now as far as inventory and that kind of well i think you know we're still there there's this whole supply chain thing you know especially in any outdoor recreation right now is is a little bit broken um we are being aggressive i can tell you that in our ordering and kind of what we're doing and how we're managing our inventory and whatnot we're doing our best to keep product in the door um you know so um we you know five weight rods four weight five weight six weight rods are starting to come back into stock and we have some pretty good available availability of that stuff some of the off rods of you know if it's a i don't know 10 foot six weight or if it's a you know switch rod or if it's a 10 weight saltwater rod or something like that a lot of the manufacturers are not um keeping up as well with those um kind of off you know sizes and whatnot they're really just trying to focus on the core core product um but you know we have a lot of that stuff in stock um we have big orders in place that should be trickling in in the next month um and so feel pretty good about where we're at going into kind of june and and the orders that we have in place and whatnot so um you know yeah, we've been able to fulfill most orders of, you know, people walking in the store or ordering online. We've been able to fulfill most of what's going on if, you know, worst case scenario or maybe 30 days out on, on some of the bigger product. Flies, leader, tippet, floatant, split shot, indicators. I mean, all of your daily needs, yeah, we're good on. We have uh, we have a big back stock of that stuff, um, and we feel really good about, about that. Um, some of the other stuff as far as waders and, and you know, boots and rods and reels, um, it's been a lot more challenging, um, but uh, but we're, we're keeping up and doing good, so yeah yeah we got a next couple weeks if you're in the shop keep an eye out for we got some new hats and flying field stuff coming in hopefully in the next couple weeks and of course we'll put that out on the internet for you all to see yeah but yeah hey thanks for tuning in um get out there and do some fishing and in enjoy the weather hopefully the weather swings back in our favor because it's been brutal up on east lake the last couple of days seven thousand feet in elevation you know we've had every weather that all weather that you could think of it's been brutal up there um but you know fishing's really been pretty good and there's quite a few places on east lake that you can hide 
East Lake and Polina both, I think, are if we got a windy windy conditions and you've got, you know, kind of a brutal weather forecast day, um, you know, maybe instead of going to Crane or going to Wiki Up or something like that, definitely take a look at heading up to the, the caldera. I mean, it's higher in elevation chance or it's, it's going to be colder and maybe some moisture, but uh, at least you can get out of the wind and hide from hide from some of that weather if need be so but get out there and do some fishing enjoy it let us know if you have any questions or how we can help we're always here yeah thanks for tuning in take care thank you for tuning into the flying field outfitters podcast be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes coming out if you have a request for a podcast please reach out to kyle at flyingfield.com thanks again for tuning in and have a nice day we'll see you on the water